Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 6th of May 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. We've all been spending a lot more time with ourselves recently, and it isn't always pretty. Mental health is a fairly big topic around the world since the virus has rolled into town, and Hong Kongers have had added stresses in the preceding months. Today, as we listen to a story from Dennis, we'll be thinking of how we can maintain our equilibrium in the coming months. After Dennis, we'll hear a story from 2017, from Kristen, where she's doing the opposite of what everyone else has been doing for the past several months, seeking solitude. Before we get to today's stories, though, a big sticky hello goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. We know it's going to get hotter in the next few weeks, and we know it can test the patience. Keep it together, Hong Kong, and keep being amazing. Hellos go out to our overseas listeners as well, especially listeners in Laval in Canada, Nugegoda in Sri Lanka, and Helsinki in Finland. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. We honestly don't have any idea when our next live storytelling event will be, but we are getting the stories ready and practicing for the time when we can all be together again. We'll keep you posted on the website hongkongstories.com. Our free weekly workshops will be starting up as soon as it is safe for us to gather. Masks on, of course. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now from our October 2019 show that had the theme Unearthed, here is Dennis. In 1980, I got mental illness. My emotion was often seriously up and down, up and down. Very unstable. So, I was introduced to see a clinical psychologist, Mr. Changada, in a social center. In the counseling center, in the counseling room, I sat down and was taught how to do free association. In a free association exercise, I learned how to release my body, my heart, and my brain. I learned to let my mind open and open, my thinking flow, flow, flow. Through this exercise, I made many unexpected discoveries. I had some strange a behavior my whole life that I don't understand why. In the counseling room, I finally understood the reason for these strange behaviors. For example, one strange habit I have ever had was that every time I volunteered at an elderly center. I felt very thirsty and had to drink a cup of water. Every time, even though I had drunk water, I still felt thirsty. I didn't know why. 
in the counseling room, I let my mind open and open, thinking flowing and flowing and flow. Then I saw that when I was twenty, one day, I went to the hospital to see my grandma. She had got lost cancer, just finished electrotherapy and chemotherapy. As I saw her, her lips were very dry. Her skin was split. My grandma said to me, "I'm thirsty. I'm thirsty." At that moment, I was very scared. Then afterwards, I forgot about it. When I remembered this incident with my grandma, it showed me why I always felt thirsty. After discovering this, I never felt thirsty at the elderly center again. Another strange habit I had was that many times I wake up. We went to the door of my neighbor's house, shouted to the kids inside, "Don't forget to bring your school bag." I was very, very. I shouted again and again. The kids' parents were very annoyed <laughs> and complained to the management officer. But I couldn't control myself. Still shouted at the door in the morning. Don't forget to bring your school bag. Through doing the free association exercise, I remembered that when I was primary two, one day. I made a joke with my younger brother. I hide his school bag under my father's bed, and went to school alone. After two school sessions, my brother came to me, crying seriously. Seemed painful. He cried. Where's my bed? Where's my bed? Do you know where's my school bag? I burst out laughing and quickly went home and took the bag to him. At that moment, I thought it as a joke. But afterwards, I felt guilty, and then I forgot about it and buried the memory. After discovering the mem the the reason, I stopped feeling worried about my neighbor's kid taking the school bus. Another strange habit was that, for most of my life, every time after toilet. I was still stared at my pool for more than one minute. I didn't know why. Through free association, 
I remembered that when I was about twelve, one night after toilet, I found there were over twenty worms moving around my pool. I was scared, but I didn't tell to anyone. Then I forgot it. After that, I always stared into the toilet, and I didn't know why. After discovering this, every time after toilet, I just flushed and left. No problem. By doing such exercise. I unearthed many, many reasons of my strange behaviors. Gradually, I could face my inner side problems and had more self-esteem. Now, my mental illness recovery good. And my life is more happier. Thank you to my clinical psychologist, Professor Chen Gada. Thank you. We hope your life can be happier too, or that it continues to be happy. Dennis has always been a star to share his journeys with us. He came to us many years ago and has shared many stories on our stage. He never shies away from stories that are hard to tell, and is always kind and considerate to other storytellers. We're lucky to have him in our storytelling family. We're also lucky to have the next storyteller. Kristen has also been telling stories with us for a very long time. A well-spoken and careful person, she hosts workshops and shows while maintaining a smooth outward demeanor at all times. Her stories always both delight and surprise us. This story was first told in November 2017 in a show with the Hong Kong International Literary Festival. Here is Kristen. I am very sensible. Especially when I am drunk, <laughs> and right now I am really drunk. It's a few years after college, and I've been enjoying myself a bit too much at a New Year's Eve party. The hostesses are former classmates whom I don't know well, although we've been at many of the same parties over the years. We're part of the same large group of friends, overlapping groups of friends, who spend our weekends pretty much as we did when we were students: drinking, dancing, sometimes sleeping on each other's sofas. We have matured in small ways, though. Keg beer is still a party staple, but now that we all have entry-level jobs and entry-level paychecks. We also serve entry-level spirits <laughs> and snacks. 
There are more couples among us with some of the significant others from outside the friend group. This crowded party is heavy on both cocktails and couples. The party is taking place in the same suburban neighborhood of identical-looking brick houses where I live with three friends. I've never been in this house, but I feel very at home. The layout of our houses is exactly the same. The same living room and dining room are in the same place on the ground floor with the same kitchen in between. Right now, these rooms are spinning. I need to lie down. But even in my drunkenness, I know that it is too far and too cold for me to walk home alone. Sensible. (laughs) But I don't want to drag anyone away from the party to walk home with me. Mature. (laughs) I know. I will slip upstairs for just a bit and close my eyes. The party is still in full swing, and no one will notice I'm missing. Genius. (laughs) Holding the banister, I climb the stairs, swaying as I go. The doors are closed, but I can see that the layout up here is also the same as in my house. I open the door on the left, this is where my bedroom is in my house, and close it behind me without turning on the light. I am confident I will find the bed against the wall, same as in my room, because it's the most sensible spot. And I'm right. I fumble for the covers, but they're pulled tight and hard to fold back. No matter, I curl up at the edge of the bed in my jeans and sweater and slip into that peaceful sleep that's also known as passing out. At some point, I don't know how long I've been asleep slash unconscious, I half wake and scoot myself back from the edge of the bed. But something is blocking me. I push harder. Is something pushing back? It's hard to tell what's happening in this dark, disoriented state. Whoa, is something moving Still lying down, I open one eye. A small lamp is on. In the low light, I see a woman standing, tying a robe around herself. She is one of the party hostesses. She is reserved and refined, and I don't think I've ever spoken to her. A man is standing beside the bed, wearing only his boxer shorts. I don't know him but he has a lot to say to me. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? Why are you in here? What is wrong with you? All good questions. (laughs) I sit up very slowly. My brain is moving even more slowly. I look at this attractive, agitated, near-naked couple standing before me, and I realize what I have done. I have climbed into bed with these people, (laughs) 
these people I don't know, and passed out without realizing they were there. I don't know if they were sleeping or getting busy, but they're doing neither of those things right now. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what the etiquette is in this situation. <laughs> I do know this is not how any of us intended to ring in the new year. And if this couple was considering a threesome at some point... This is definitely not what they had in mind. I am mortified. I feel extremely immature. But I am still sensible. I need to get out of here quickly. I am sorry. I am so sorry. I rush downstairs and head straight for one of my roommates. We need to leave now. I see this couple at other parties in the months that follow. <laughs> I avoid eye contact. I take circuitous routes through crowded rooms to avoid all contact. We never mention this incident, and we eventually go our separate ways. A lot has happened since then. And I like to think I've become more mature and more sensible. These days, I am rarely drunk, I never pass out at parties, and I always check the bed before climbing in. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.